Hey friend, welcome to Enough for Today, and we are cruising through. We're diving into Psalm 54. Thanks for joining me this Thursday. I hope your week is going well. We are following, we're tracking with David's emotions as he is running from Saul. He is hiding out among his countrymen, but they keep betraying him. So he sits down and pens this psalm and declares that God is his helper, asks God to save him and hear his prayer, lays out his trouble. Strangers are risen up against me and seeking after my soul, and they've rejected God. And then God sends Jonathan to visit him, and the Spirit of God says to David, lift up your head and behold God. God is your helper. And God's going to remind you, my friend, that he's your helper when you look up. Behold, God is mine helper, verse 4. The Lord is with them that uphold my soul. So we talked yesterday about being a Barnabas, an encourager, and thankful for those who are Barnabases to us. And I have so many Barnabases in my life. I've got plenty of critics, plenty of cynics, plenty of people that uh, want me to go away forever. But, um, but I've got a lot of Barnabases. And I'm so thankful for every one of them. And um, I don't think I would still be at it if it weren't for them. So God knows who to send and how to send and what, what, what they need to say, what you need to hear. I can't even begin to calculate the number of times a Christian friend has said exactly what I needed to hear in that moment. And I can only pray that I will be that kind of friend to others. Um, because this honors the Lord when we encourage others. But verse 5 is now where we pick up, and the psalm turns again. So in verses 1 through 3, David's in trouble, and he's crying out to God. In verse 4, he sees that God is his helper, and he experiences that help through those that God sent. And now, verses 5, 6, and 7, David praises God for the help. He's been set free, at least, if not circumstantially, at least emotionally from the anxiety and fear He's been reassured of the sense of God's presence and God's strength and unfolding blessing in his life. So let's read. He, God, verse 5, he shall reward evil unto mine enemies. So first he um, relinquishes vengeance to God because he knows what God's going to do. God's going to bring justice. We've talked about that so many times in the Psalms. He shall reward evil unto my enemies. Cut them off in thy truth. So now he looks up. He's kind of speaking as a narrator to the reader in some places, but now he looks up and says, God, cut them off in thy truth. Use your truth to bring down your enemies. Verse 6, I I will freely sacrifice unto thee. I will praise thy name. Now, uh, uh, let me finish the verse. I will freely sacrifice unto thee. I will praise thy name, O Lord, for it is good. So David is not striking a deal. He's not saying, if you cut off my enemies in truth, then I'll sacrifice unto thee. He's saying, I'm living a life. I am going to offer sacrifices. I'm devoted to you. I'm living a life of free surrender, sacrifice unto you. Lord, I will praise you for who you are and what you've done and what you will do in my life. I'm going to praise your name, O Lord, because it is good. He's contrasting the depth of his, uh, the evil of his enemies and the height of the goodness of God and the name of God. And he's celebrating the fact that this is in God's hands. And when you put something in God's hands, you can actually step back and celebrate the eventuality of God's goodness being revealed. 
the eventuality of God's name being elevated and magnified in you and through you and through your circumstances, you can step back and sacrifice. Um, to step back and sacrifice freely, again, he's not saying, if you save me, I will. He's not trading a sacrifice for salvation, okay? What he's saying is, um, if you'll handle my problems, I can focus on worship. If you'll handle my distress, if you'll handle my enemies and my struggles, I can focus on living my life in honor to you and praising you and magnifying you and glorifying you and lifting up who you are because you are good. Essentially what David is saying to God is, God, I don't want to live in my distress. I want to live in your goodness. Now let that sink in and let that um, marinate in your heart today. Are, Are you... Are you living in your distress? Are you living in your despair or depression? Are you living in your problems and anxiety and fear? This is where Satan wants you to live. This is where the new stream wants you to live. Live in your fear. Live in your anxiety. Live out of it. Make every decision based on your fear. David says, you know, if you'll if you'll take this God, this anxiety, this vulnerability, if you'll take these problems, then I can step back and know you're going to take care of them. And then I can worship you. I can praise you. And I can live in and experience and live out of your goodness. Verse 7, for he hath delivered me out of all trouble. Now let that sink in. Let's think about that for a minute. David is writing this in trouble. I mean, present tense, verse 1, save me, O God, by thy name. Okay? So anticipatory, faith-filled declaration. I know my God is so big, and in contrast to him, my problems, my enemies are so small that he's already promised me total deliverance. Now, let's let's track back a little bit. God has promised him deliverance. He's promised him he's going to be a king. He's going to reign in Israel. He's the next king. He's going to have a son that follows out of his lineage that's going to be the Savior and Messiah of the world. So, God's made a huge promise to David that's yet to be fulfilled. So David, by consequence, says, I know my God is good to his word and good to his promise, and he's delivered me already out of all trouble. Not only what I'm facing right now, but anything I'm ever going to face, he's delivered me out of. And mine eye hath seen his desire upon mine enemies. Now, To some degree, he has seen God deliver him. He has seen uh, God intervene already. But so there's a physical seeing, but I think there's also a faith seeing. I'm already looking forward. I already know it's going to happen. It's a guaranteed eventuality. So my friend, here's a big takeaway for you today. And, And that is that whatever trouble you're facing in Jesus, it's already solved. Now, I want you to think about that. You, you're looking at a problem or you look at trouble or you're looking at relational issues that you can't see the way through. Think about this, okay? It is already solved. In the mind and heart and storyline of God, in the narrative of God, it's already solved. You've, in his view of the future, you've already come through it, okay? And you've risen up victorious and he is blessing you out of it. So in that, you too can say, I want to sacrifice, I want to praise I want to live in the goodness of God uh, because I know already he has delivered me out of all trouble. I don't know how he's going to get me out of this trouble, but I know he's so big, he's delivered me and promised me a deliverance from all trouble. And so my eye of faith 
can already see him bringing about justice on my behalf. Well, friend, we'll park it there today. Happy Thursday. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.